Hello, love. Welcome to Self Love Chat. My name is Saida Johnson, and this is the place to be to chat about self love, self awareness, confidence, and mindset. Hello, lovies. Let me pause this. love good evening hi how you doing thank you for joining us i'm just waiting for grizz to get on here and then we will start welcome 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 oh hey Live, we are. We are. Let me adjust. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Don't forget to put your do not disturb on. I'm hearing the beeping. Absolutely. So that's a very fair point. I definitely will be doing that right now and done. So let's get started because I'm so hyped right now to be talking about healing from heartbreak. We talked about confidence, I talked about habits and behaviors, and now we're going to talk about healing, which is vital, vital to the self-love journey. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Saida Johnson. I am the author of the book, I Am Love, Learn to Love Yourself and Tap into Your Power. And Grizz actually wrote, had a video recorded a few months ago with his testimony supporting me bigging up the book so I had to get him on here because he went through his own healing mm-hmm. as well so Grizz can you introduce yourself we're gonna go right into today's topic well what's up everybody my name is Dakota Griswold I'm just a youtuber of a small youtube channel only 288 subscribers as of right now but I'm not here to talk about video games today we are talking about Healing from heartbreak. Absolutely, absolutely. A different perspective uh, that I have to uh, I have to convey today. Yes, yes. And we're going to start off by actually talking about rushing into heartbreak. Um, after, after heartbreak and after a relationship, you want to rush into another relationship because, you know, you might feel like you're lonely and that you might want to even go back to your ex. And there's too many repeated cycles into that. And it's a toxic cycle. Um, the biggest thing is when you are rushing into your next relationship, you're going to start to carry in the baggage from the last relationship. I love Erica Badu's um, bag lady song because it's all about the woman sitting here carrying all her baggage into her next relationship and then expecting a different and a better circumstance. And that's not necessarily what you'll get. You know, life is all about coming full circle. And unless we learn the lessons that we need to learn, we will then repeat it with a different person, a different face. And also going back to your ex is just unless you heal and mend the relationship, as we all have experienced, those are in your 30s and your 40s, you're going to end up repeating the same old thing. So being active with your healing journey is so, so vital. So vital. Um, and it's not just relationships with your last ex. I say even relationship with your mother and your father, because I think that's the root of everything. Mm-hmm. And it starts from there. Um, you know, having our daddy issues or our mama issues, it plays a huge part in the relationships that we have with other people. So I think that it's just good to slow down before you go into your next relationship, spend time with yourself before you go into your next relationship, reflecting on what went wrong, what did you have to learn from that person, what was that experience all about, what did you actually get from it? And that's when journaling is like vital to me personally. Some people can do it all in their head, just sitting and reflecting all day, but I like to write it all down. Um, And that allows me to go back and 
revisit all these moments in time. Um, and I think that helps me get a huge perspective and stay grounded. What you think, Chris? Um, uh, I think I kind of want to go back to what you said about, you know, having mommy and daddy issues, you know. If you were someone who, like, like I'll be honest, me being a mama's boy, you know, growing up and stuff like that, and then I became a man, then, you know, you kind of, you kind of, especially if you grew up with your mom and you were a mama's boy, you kind of look for that same kind of love that you got from your mom and a woman, and then you just kind of, you know, you think what you're craving is what you're craving, but it's really not. And then, then if you really want to talk about just not properly healing from a relationship, you... I don't understand how people don't understand, like, seriously what baggage is. You come into a relationship, say, maybe a month after you were with someone for a year or two. A year or two with anyone is not a small amount of time. You have sat down, you've taken, took the time to get to know this person, and you probably, most likely, have fallen in love with them and have gotten to know them romantically, emotionally, in different ways. And then you think just after a month's time, I don't care how strong you are and how good you are at healing, a month's time, that's just not, you need more time to yourself. Because then, even if you go back to an ex and you didn't forgive or whatever happened that caused y'all to break up before, and you didn't take the time to be like, all right, yo, you know, you know, I forgive you for this or whatever. Or if something else comes up and you're still making them kind of, you're kind of punishing them. Punishing them, yeah. yeah. Not, that's not healed. If you're Those going triggers. to back, right, if you're gonna go back to an ex that, say, specifically cheated on you, you are not supposed to be going back to them to constantly remind them that. You're not doing anybody a favor. You're hurting them and you're hurting yourself because you didn't take the time to heal. You understand what I'm saying? You, you, instead of letting it become a scar and learning from it, you're continuously picking a scab by doing that. You and understand? The cycle. Then you go back and repeat the same cycle. Exactly. Yeah. And that, a lot of things play into that. Communication, you know, being brave enough to have the communication, being open, both parties being open enough to sit here and have the conversation. Um, you know, and those are like triggers. Like when you when you specifically just said like, okay, you somebody did something to you and then you go back and you start revisiting and replaying the moment again. And we've done that. I've done that. We all have done that. Um, because you're still hurt. That's a very good indication that it's time to slow down and really focus in on that. Not just sitting here pointing a finger, but really work through that issue together. And if you can't work through it together, then do it within yourself for yourself right. so that the next relationship and who's married to you isn't going to be you know bringing up those old scars like oh I rem this feels familiar mm -hmm. my ex used to do this and, da -da -da -da, and taking it and like you know when somebody sits there and basically makes you feel like you've cheated even though you've never cheated on them before that's a horrible feeling Getting accused of stuff because that person is so insecure. It's just like, yo, did you really take time to heal? And you say you wanted to be in a relationship probably because of the way I treated you at the moment. But were you? But you weren't mature enough to say, nah, I'm not ready to fully yeah. accept. You know, yeah. I'm fully healed. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, they do that mostly because like you want to be with someone. You don't want to be lonely. You want to have company. You want to experience something with someone i've actually thought that it was better experience it with people as friends in my single journey because then i can just work on myself and i don't have that pressure of like merging while i'm healing i can just focus on myself and just be friends and you can still date and go out and everything else but you just have more time for me right. and that was that was one lesson I learned from like through my divorce and hopping into another relationship was like, no, you have to have time. I had two years. I'm not saying everybody has to have two years, but just having that time for yourself to reflect um, on a relationship helps so much. And it helps with who's going to be mirrored to you. Cause I went from a divorce that wasn't that bad to a horrible relationship. Right. So that was enough contest right there for me. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take time for myself so that I know, don't go back into another bad relationship, for sure. It's, you don't, you don't want to continue. Like, some people learn at their own pace. Me, it was, it, it was 
a very long journey and I was moving pretty slow, you know? Some people sprint and they'll just go, oh, all right, yeah, maybe I shouldn't run into this wall. Me, I stood there continuously running, wondering why I'm not getting through this wall. Maybe I need to find a way to break down this wall and get away from it and stop looking and just and not see it as an obstacle. Maybe get over the wall, whatever I needed to do. So I took my time that I needed to. I said, look, you got to take some time to yourself and you got to chill. Think mm -hmm. to yourself, get to know yourself before, you know, yeah, you have an ultimate goal of wanting to be with someone or even being married one day. But in order to be that, you have to be a good you. Stop expecting people to heal you. You got to heal you. You are responsible for you. Because if that person ain't there no more, who's going to be responsible for you? You. So <laughs> what you need to do is sit here and take care of you first before you decide to take care of anybody else. Simply put. Indeed. And like, also tackle your trust issues because I know like being on the other end of that when somebody's sitting here accusing me of doing something when I've not done anything at all is stressful. You know, and it's hard to convince someone to be like, listen, I'm an innocent party. I'm just here. You know, not doing anything. I'm so real. I'm upfront. And so if you're on the other end of that, then you know not to do that to somebody else, like accusing them of something. Instead, just sit there and have a conversation. We're all adults. You know, I'm a firm believer of whatever's done in the dark will come to the light. Right. So if I'm having the conversation with you and you're telling me you're being honest, okay, well, sit in the back of my head. We'll see how that plays out. If it plays out in a negative way later down the line, check. Okay, you lied. I mean, right. it's no reason to go into it and doing all the checking phones. And it's just a don't go into a toxic behavior trying to really catch someone. It's going to come to the surface. It's just don't ignore it when it does. Like people like to live in fantasy land and ignore signs all the time just to say that they're in this relationship or because they're in love with someone, they will ignore signs. And I just think it's best to just be grounded. And I think you only how you can do that is when you're not merged all the time and when you actually have some me time throughout right. your relationship. Because then you can reflect, you can ground yourself, you can gain perspective and be in the moment and not constantly merging together in merging your past with your present right as well because when you're in it it's hard to gain perspective of what's really going on sometimes unless you're going to have that me time to yourself and that's important i think that came in our last um live on confidence someone asked a question like how do i fit me time in when i'm in a relationship right. schedule it why not? Just so, say I'm not going to go on a date with you today because I'm going to take some time for myself. It's okay to do that. Yeah, yeah. So let me let me just go back to something, right? Where you're talking about whatever is done in the dark it comes to the light, right? See, this is going to come off as funny, right? But it's just, I've, I've worked for the post office before, right? And what is one of the posts being a mailman's, one of their worst enemies? A dog, right? Now, I don't, mm -hmm. know, I don't know if you've been bitten in the ass or anything like that, but <laughs> You could just be walking, right? You could just be walking, minding your business, and a dog run up on you and bite you. What's going to be your reaction? Like, oh, what? I was so surprised. Why? That could happen to you in life. When you say when, 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 when dark, whatever you do in the dark comes to the light, you're doing something, and you feel like, oh, damn, I shouldn't have done that. And then you're trying to get into a relationship, and then you're chilling with that relationship, all is good, and then bam, that thing that you did comes back and bites you in your ass, and you're shocked because you thought it was never going to come to you. And you oh, yes. And now you got to, you like that analogy, right? And now I like it. <laughs> you got to explain that to your significant other about like, yo, this, this was in the past and blah, blah, blah. And now it's up to them to decide, yo, if they still want to be with you or not. But you have had to have made peace with that decision. And you also need to be upfront, mature enough to be upfront with that significant other. Like, yo, back in the day, I did something I wasn't too proud of, but I'm thinking about really doing something with you serious. And I want you to know. I don't want this to come back and bite me in the ass, okay? See, Grizz, now we got a lot of girls on right now, so I'm going to say one thing. Guys don't really do that, though. Like, right. they don't always come to the forefront with, oh, I was still chilling with her, I was still in a relationship with her, but you know what, that's over, and da-da-da. They'll, like, lie about it. They won't be completely honest. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the great thing about um, 
you know, when someone is mirrored back to you and after you've done the work, you end up really meeting that person who's going to be more like, I'm ready, I'm serious, and will be completely honest with you. Because usually, if you're going in a cycle, the next John or James that I would meet if I didn't do the work mm-hmm. would be lying. Like, full facts, like, about his whole past. So that's interesting that you said that analogy. I want to talk about mirroring back to you towards the end, but... Right. Yes, yes. And we have to talk about stereotyping. That's my second one, because that's huge in relationships. And I know you mentioned, like, memes before, when we were doing our notes before. So I want you to start off stereotyping in relationships. Like, how girls stereotype guys of what they want. And what they're looking for. So uh, I've been a victim of that. I've seen brothers that have been victims of that. I've seen memes and stuff like that. Um, let's see. I feel like a lot of women have put out their uh, certain expectations of what they expect a man to be like. Like say, like the prime example, right? And pardon my French, because you know we on live. But I was watching a Power One Hundred Five radio, and I can't remember who the sister was at one point. But they said, "Yo, what kind of men do you like?" And she said, "Hood niggas." Right now, me, I'm not a hood dude. I'm from the hood, and I'm a nerd. I just stayed in the crib, play video games, stuff like that. But I'm from the hood, and I'm not one of those dudes. And I don't know. Do I try to act like it? So say if she comes to date me, her expectations are to date a hood dude who's not a hood dude, and then she's disappointed because what she's not understanding is that she's looking for a certain type, and she thinks, I guess, because I'm from the hood, I'm just a certain way, and she gets mad when she realizes I'm not that, and she has certain expectations because she's used to hood dudes, or she has a certain um, expectation, and it's just not, and I, and I don't fit it. She's, oh, you ain't this, you ain't that. I thought you was that. I'm like, I ain't never say that. You just thought that that's what that was, and I just told you I was a nice guy. That was it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's not, sometimes it's not the person, and this, this really comes to the stereotypes, sometimes it's not the other person's fault of what other people expect. Because it, it, some um, expectations are just unfair. That That's also toxic and can lead to a toxic relationship and you're not healing. Healing also includes knowledge of oneself. You say you like hood dudes, what is your definition of hood dudes? If you say a hood dude, you're not thinking of a dude in some Jordans, some Old Navy jeans and a dad shirt. You're not thinking about a hood dude. I ain't the one, baby girl. That ain't me. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. those stereotypes, you can't go. You know, and a lot of dudes will just go basically, uh, well, no, you ask from, from uh, you know, how women do, but just like, oh, he, he dresses this way, so he might, he might be gay or he might be soft. He might not like that. And it's just get to know the person. That, that right there is also letting you know that you're not, you've not healed because you just sit there and you think of a person a certain way before you even have a conversation with them. You've made this internal thing in your head and then it's just like, all right, maybe he's this way. I don't want to talk to him. Then you get to know him and he's completely the opposite. You know, it's just that's just my little take on it. I feel you. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, girls have certain, stere- just certain stereotypes girls like put out there. You know, he got to make a certain amount of money. He got to act a certain type of way. He has to live a certain type of way, which is fine. But it's, it is a very confusing when you sit here and like find someone and then try to make them that or make them feel bad for who they are because they're not that. And that's what a lot of guys do for us. Like, oh, they like a girl with a slim waist. Well, why are you sitting here actually... Yes, assuming judging a book by its cover sucks. Like, someone will sit here and poach me, which I've had, and they'll be like, you're sadiddy, you know, you, you're vegan, you, you're, you are my complete t- different type, right? So, like, what am I going to do with you, right? So, I'm like, what? What are you going to do with me? Like, this is interesting. Yes, yes, because I, I, I've I done it for a few small windows. Until, like, Thanksgiving, and I was right back to eating meat. Like, I've had my little moments. Don't be judging me, Chris. But, um... <laughs> but guys would judge you or sit here and tell you that, like, you need to, like, work out. I'm a plus-size girl. And so, hourglass, I think not. Not since high school. So, it's the fact that it'd be like, you need to work out more and get small. If I want to do that, I want to do that for me. I'm not doing that for you. So, we'll get, like, the pressure of that. Um... You know, to look a certain way, to dress a certain way all the time. Girls will get pressure from guys for like that to do that. Um, 
to be submissive, not speak up. So another thing would be not our looks, but it would be how mentally strong we are, how vocal we are. We are to be quiet, especially black women. So men would be like, you know, that's why I would date a white girl because I don't want to date you. And so it's like, dang, because you talk too much and you're too judgmental. I'm like, wow, like what a toxic Mm-hmm. You are. You're literally judging someone. You criticize someone. You make someone feel bad for who they are, and you compare them to other people. Um, we'll get that in our relationships, and that's just number one, like out the door. Mm-hmm. If someone treats you like that, because when you stay in that, then your your self esteem like goes down. The longer you stay with a type of person like that, and you have to pull yourself up from after that. So. I hate stereotypes. It really just damages a person's soul and their heart, like when they're constantly like that. Women and men, or men in general, need to understand that the type of women and men you prefer may not be best for you. Sometimes it's best to step outside of the box and deal with someone you're not used to. Yes. That's 100%. My sister Cece before her, shout out to y'all. Yes, 100%. So let's talk about self-responsibility because if we're going to get into someone actually not judging people and stepping out and mm-hmm. dealing with another person who is totally different from what you prefer, right? We also got to take responsibility for ourselves and our past because if not, we, ha- we hold on to resentment mm-hmm. and anger because such and such didn't like me this certain way, such and such treated me this way, such and such cheated on me with multiple people, you know what I mean? You're bringing that into another relationship. You're filled with so much anger. And that new person hears right away as soon as they meet you because you talked about your ex the whole time, about how he's a dog, how she ain't nothing. And that's another indication that it's time for you to slow it down from dating and healing. Because you're going into it not fresh and new and fun, but that baggage is right there on your back of your shoulders. Like, hey, this is everything I went through. Right. And I'm still going through it. Right. But <laughs> like me, love me, take me. Like, so that is a lot for a new person. A hundred percent. And that's why I think that we need to take time for ourselves. If we need to seek help, we need to talk to our girlfriends, our men. And I want you to talk about that, how you guys actually get through that. Because we can call a girlfriend, have some wine, Mm -hmm. and vent all night about what he did. How do you guys go through your healing process when you start to take responsibility for your healing? Yeah. I, it's 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 ridiculously uncommon, honestly, and I will absolutely say that. Uh, I was definitely a person who definitely wanted to take responsibility for like such a long time. When I, you know, I actually was having a conversation with a good friend of mine, a work friend of mine, and I was just like, "Yo, bro, like, you can't you can't be like, oh well, why she's doing this or why is she doing that? I'm like, hey, bro, some of that is your fault too. Like, you egging that stuff on." It's your it's your place not to respond in a certain way. It's your place to set the example. So then they'd be like, all right, well, he's not being receptive to this, so let me just, you know, respond in this way. Um, me, personally, I was, like, young. I remember, and this was funny, like, uh, 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 my family, and I remember uh, it was at my grandmother's house some years ago, and they were saying, like, Aaron, you know, they were saying, like, yo, Chris, why are you always blaming the woman after you break up with her. Have you decided that maybe it's something up with you that you need to address, that you need to think about, and maybe take accountability for it? I'm like, nah, I'm dope. That's it. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm not dope because I am. But because I'm not Jesus Christ, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect at all. You know, so it's just... I understand that I have flaws. And what it is, is, is when it comes to accountability, it's just you are so once you um, acknowledge that you have flaws and then you start realizing what those flaws are, you can then bring them to the forefront confidently and knowing like, hey, listen, these are my flaws. I'm working on them now. Um, and I accept that just like I would accept you with your flaws. But you don't 
you don't just sit there when something happens, you'd be like, nah, that's your fault. You'd be like, nah, maybe it was just me overthinking. Maybe it was just me reflecting on something from the past. Even though you are not that person, it's not fair. You know what I'm saying? I'm still hitting you with that kind of, nah. So it's just self-accountability. Think about it within yourself. And that's why it's so important to spend time with yourself to heal um, and to really just be like, yo, because when nobody else is around to blame, who you going to blame? Your damn self. So you got to take and pay attention to the stuff that you're doing. You be like, damn, that's what I was doing? Well, maybe that's what my ex was talking about. Here's what I can do to help. Um, here's what I can do to help better myself in this way before I get into the next relationship. So I don't carry this nonsense of a habit or a gesture or whatever. So I don't upset because the next person might be my soulmate. It's all about maturing and being ready for the person. But that comes with healing and self-accountability is such a huge part of that. 100%. Forgiveness is huge as well. Forgiving someone when you are on the other end of it and not necessarily the victim, but you're the one who did nothing to the other person and they've harmed you, abused you, cheated on you, lied to you. Um, when you do walk away from that situation, it is a place of reflection, yes, healing, yes, um, but forgiveness and letting go because there might have been certain things that you could have learned from that. For example, you know, me dating a serial cheater there were signs. There was yellow flags. There were red flags. I ignored all of them. Made excuses to myself for a reason to keep that person around because of history. Because I've known him from, like, since I was a little, little girl. So I would make excuses of why to keep him around. Right. To forgive. And using the excuse, oh, I forgive you, to when I know you did this two, three times, you're going to do it again. A habit is not easily broken. Um, but what you're communicating to yourself and that person is, it's okay for you to do this to me. So, and you can forgive somebody and love somebody and not be with them. And that is tremendous. So if you're on the other side of it, you keep taking self responsibility for yourself and accountability for yourself is not lying to yourself, not giving someone many chances, not being the down at chick all the time for this person who constantly manipulates, manipulates you, lies to you and cheats on you. Cause like that's huge these days is cheating. That's the number one thing. Like it's okay. We on social media, we can talk to whoever we want to, we can sneak around and the other person is never going to know. That's also kind of like kind of foolish because social media also leaves a track of everything. So as to me, it's just like if you see it and it's in black and white and he cheated two times, time to move on. Just move on. Because you get to a space of lying to yourself, lowering your self-esteem, lowering your standards. Um, too many nights of crying, too many nights of begging is a clear sign. It's time to go. Um, I've done it. I've been there. I've made every excuse to stay there. History, children, marriage. But I'm telling you, I'm way better right. walking away from them situations. And I didn't know it at that time. But hop on faith and, you know, having faith and hope and knowing anything's better than this. Like, sleeping with an enemy is better than this. Like, I... Once I got to that space, I was like, girl, I'd rather be in the bed by myself at night than deal with all this drama constantly. So everyone has their own measurement of what they can take. Um, I just hope that people don't want to play martyr and victim the whole time versus taking responsibility. I was never a victim because or a martyr because I was sitting here staying with it. What I was doing was just doing a disjustice to myself. And I had to admit that. It wasn't just him cheating all the time. It was me lying to myself and lowering my standards. And I was doing myself a disjustice. So nobody wants to talk about that and cheating. They just want to point to the other person. But it's mm -hmm. two sides. There's two lessons. He got to learn his lesson. You got to learn yours. That's why you need self-love and self-esteem and confidence because you're not going to deal with that again once that is at a, a high state, 100%.
you don't want to allow that kind of energy around you. Because when you allow somebody to walk on you, walk over you, I feel like other people can see the footprints. And it's just like, why are you allowing that to happen? When people see that you encounter somebody and they try to walk over you, be like, whoa, fall back, fam. I ain't with that no more. And then you ain't get When you allowing that, it, it, it's like some heavy negativity just around you. And people are always like, yeah, I'm going to stick around. People want to do everything but leave. They want to destroy people's stuff. They want to throw subs on social media. They want to be in somebody else's DMs. Stop with the nonsense of, yo, we got history. Okay, so does America. And that's a damn lie. So this is what I'm saying. You need to move forward progressively and especially for yourself. You can't just be saying, oh, well, I knew them for a while and they don't really mean it this way. They're showing you their, your true colors. When you are completely open to them in an extremely vulnerable manner, and they are as well, they're showing you their true colors. That person you show, they, uh, that person that they, they showed you before was just, you know, you got a chance to see a little bit, but now they didn't lift the whole curtain. You're like, damn, whoa, this is really what Yeah, the math like. came off. The yeah. math comes off. Because we all show, like, the nice person. Oh, in the beginning, it's all nice and sweet and everything. He opens doors, and the dates are nice. He makes you, gives you compliments. And then eventually, everyone starts to get comfortable. Yeah. And then that's when you be like, okay, now we in a relationship. So who are you now? That's still a part of you, but there's many sides of a person. You know, the shadow side is the big, that's the one, like, I want to get to. Like, okay, what's your shadow? What's wrong right. with you? Like, what's going on? Can I deal with that? You know what I mean? And that's that's huge because everything we have, we all have to work through something. We all have to experience something. We all have to learn something in every relationship. No relationship is an accident, whether it's toxic or it's, it's a blessing. Um, you just have to know that it's a lesson in the toxic ones that you have to learn and enjoy so you can enjoy the blessing when it knocks on your door because it's interesting when you're in that space of anger and resentment and you haven't healed and you're about to go into your next relationship that you're looking mm -hmm. for someone to stand up in front of you being that guy or that girl but if you haven't healed you haven't done the work you will not appreciate that person. You won't trust them. You will blame them for everything that happened before. You'll accuse them of stuff they didn't do. You won't even enjoy the moments because you're thinking in the back of your head, you know, oh, this person is just going to cheat on me. This person is just going to do me wrong. I want to I wanna be here. I want to be present. You're not present. You're in the past still. Fact. And being present and being self-aware is so important. Like, self-work helps your relationships, helps being a parent. Self-work helps it all. Because if you're not aware of yourself, you're not healed, it's going to manifest. And I don't care if it's in with relationships, sexually, or with your kids. Like, it will be present in those relationships. And that is scary how that can be. Like, it's absolutely scary how that can be. But it's just we have to be present in that. Because you might get what you asked for, but you might not be ready for it because you don't have the self-esteem, the confidence, the awareness, or you might be bringing in your baggage. Yeah, I, it was crazy. I, there was a time where I was just like, yeah, I ain't feeling my self-esteem. I felt like I would never be happy or whatever. Then I grew this beard, right? And then it really was coming into the whole self-care and self-love because then I started doing stuff like exfoliating and taking care of myself. So it's like you need to feel confident before you start moving on. That also got to do with something being a healer because if you're told you're ugly enough, you might end up believing it. And then mm. once you believe it, that then you start to push yourself down and then it definitely becomes apparent. But then we can go back to people talking about people walking all over you because then they're going to see that as you. But you got to be confident and you got to be confident with your love, your, your healing, your moving forward in general, just everything. And it's just stop cheating yourself because when you allow people to cheat, you're cheating on yourself because you're allowing it. And you just need to do better. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, really, that's really what I got to say on that. Indeed. I think the biggest thing is like when someone is married back to you, 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be that person who respects you, who listens to you, who empowers you, who inspires you. They give you that energy and that space of peace because you also did that for yourself. So and you can appreciate that person. You guys can be in the moment and create a life together that isn't full of baggage and toxicity and from the past. And it's just interesting how that also comes full circle as well. Like once you actually have done the work on yourself and healed yourself, when you're sitting here looking at your significant other and you're like, wow, I can't believe like you're standing here. I really appreciate you because of everyone I've had and I've experienced in my past. And now I'm having someone really mirror me in such a great light because I'm at my highest self. It's unbelievable, honestly, yeah, when you experience something like that. It's but like like that that, that, that sounds like you were saying basically like you are the energy that you attract. That's just right. like if you feel like like back to what she said, she like hood dudes, well then you gotta attract what hood dudes are attracted to. But me it's just like I just want a woman I can speak to that'll be my piece that I'm not going to be stressing about or she's doing this, I'm, do, I'm doing that or whatever, or I don't hear from her all day. And if I don't call her first, I'm not going to hear from all that petty nonsense. No, I'm a guy, I'm peaceful. I would like to just have somebody to talk to, to kick it with, go for a long walk with, get on phone and have an hour and a half conversation with, even though we may have been like, yo, 10 minutes, that type of energy, that connection, because I mean, shoot. Me and you have connected and started and been ready to do a live because I talk too freaking much. And I'm so, you know, it's always good to just find somebody to talk to. And if you can find that in romance, it's just that is somebody that mirrors you. Because if you can talk as much as you know you got to talk and they listen and then they have a rebuttal, that is mirroring. That is a hard word to say, but still mirroring. <laughs> y'all know what I mean. They're mirroring you, and it's just like, oh, okay, you bounce off of what I bounce off. And that's literally back to keep that same energy. And the same energy is bouncing off one another and then elevating one another. And that's how you build a foundation. And, yeah, that's that's, that's something else to get into. Yes, foundation is huge. I think for women, we need to find someone who we feel safe with, safe Mm. to be ourselves, safe to express ourselves, um, safe to be in the moment with um and not be judged and criticized and boxed in or pushed aside or um and and i think that for men too because too many times men tell uh would come and say you know oh i read your book and it's interesting that i don't never get that in my life like no one listens to me they don't they don't want to hear my emotions like i don't (laughs) supposed to feel anything i'm going through stuff too so i just need an ear you know, so we all need have certain needs that we need fulfilled. And the best thing about dating is finding that person who's going to allow you to allow you to be in your space and appreciate you for exactly who you are at this moment, who you've been and who you're going to become and support you with who you're going to become, whether you're a male or a female. And I think that's being in that safe space is is absolutely a blessing to experience right after you went through hell and back with other people in your life and that kind of goes to like i thinking about like why people end up in a relationship with one another if you really can't say get more than yo they hold me down that ain't no relationship what are you really attracted to them why are you really with them are you really with them, why? Oh, yeah, nah, she had a nice body. That's not when I met her. But then, yeah, nah, she decided to hold me down. It takes more than that, though. And it's just like, are you a person, that, are you better than that? Because you want more. You want somebody you can talk to and connect with, especially men. You know, they always kind of put other men, put other men down. Like, yo, what you doing talking about your feelings? Dog, if I can't be with a woman and I can't talk about my feelings, who am I going to talk to? And if I can't, if you can't talk to your homeboys without them being like, yo, bro, you soft. Nah, I want my woman, you know what I'm saying, I lay my head in her lap, or like, yo, babe, listen, let me tell you what I had felt about this, without being judged, without it being used against me, because that is toxicity. You understand what I'm saying? And then when you encounter that, I'm like, nah, I need to go this way. But because men don't have a platform, and because men don't get taken serious, they always get called soft and stuff like that. And it's just, that's not fair. Men have emotions. Women aren't fully on allowed to express themselves emotionally, but as soon, soon as a man expresses himself, 
yo, that's gay, yo, that's soft. And this, this, is, this doesn't just come from men. It also comes from women. Not all mm -hmm. women, not all men, but we need to move forward together uh, as a collective and say, listen, you have feelings. Let's see how, how you feel about that. Let's talk about that. And let's talk about why it matters and let's address it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's that's not right. Like, it goes back to cheating yourself. People yeah. like, yeah, you be with somebody and they're not cheating on you, but you're cheating yourself. If they're not giving you more than, yo, they got a nice body, uh, the flesh, or, yo, they hold me down. But can you talk to them? Can you tell them anything? Can you feel good? Are you happy to be around them? Does their energy just being around you calm you? Yeah. Are they literally your peace? Peace is more mm -hmm. than... You coming home, and if you're a smoker, you coming home to your significant other. Babe, I rolled you a blunt. That's what you did? Babe, I cooked you dinner. No. Do you have a good conversation waiting for me? Do you have a listening ear waiting for me? Right. And vice versa. This needs to happen for one another. Period. Yes. It's, 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 yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. It's in my to be. Yes, 100%. And so it's a conversation that we always have to, and we need to have. Like, women need to have, and also men need to have for women it's like be that safety net you know so i can be who i am and express whatever i need to express and i don't feel fear of coming and talking about something or i don't feel judged because i did say something you right. know and yes and i love the way you said that if you're cheating yourself you stay with somebody who isn't giving you that mm -hmm. safe space to be you and that's the biggest thing because we can sit here and point our fingers at like he did this and he she did that and they're like this but if i stay then i'm cheating myself so i need to be remove myself from that situation and put myself around people who are going to mirror that same energy back to myself that goes for your significant other not just in business not just in friendships but also with your spouse you can say yes i love that person wholeheartedly but this person doesn't give me a safe space to express myself, to express my emotions. So I'm going to have to love you from afar mm -hmm. because my energy and my environment matters to who I am and where I'm, what I'm doing right now and where I'm going down in my path. So that's the biggest thing where I think people need to also have that in their mindset is some people come in your life for seasons. No. And you have to accept that. Like, yes. they're not meant to be that close to you for many seasons because, and for your lifetime, your whole journey. Because I love when um, uh, it was a comedian where he said, like, it's interesting when you marry somebody, like, that you weren't supposed to marry and be with them for their whole lifetime. Like, you were here and you met them and you were all good and you started growing and they stayed just right here the whole time. Right. And now you're all the way up here, and they not meeting you. Right. And you sitting here just locked yourself in with that person, marrying them. Well, now you got to divorce this person, or you got to just drag them along. There you go. Hoping that they will elevate with you. And that's the whole thing of, like, accepting somebody and where they are. I appreciate you for this moment, this season. But where I am going and walking on my path, Unfortunately, I can't take you with me. And that's a case-by-case -case basis situation. Only you know, you know what I'm saying, who can support you on the long run and who's going to support you and hold you back. Because there's so many times I hear women say, like, in groups when they're trying to be an entrepreneur, my husband don't support me, you know, with me and my business. Well, that's number one for me. If you don't support me in my business... And what I'm doing, you're not for my long run because that's my long run. You mm -hmm. understand? You're seasonal. So I'm going to have to let you take a seat while I keep up walking. And that's just what's important to me for my journey. So you have to be mindful of where you are and what is it you're walking towards. You're not going to put in the ground, right? You're not going to put together, burn together an orange seed and a tomato seed. Those two things ain't going to grow together, right? So if you got your energy one way and they not matching it, y'all not going to grow together. Y'all got to learn to cut people off when it's time to cut people off. Maybe they, you took something from the relationship that you had with these people and, yo, all right, cool, it was good to know you. And this is really, and I got to give credit to what my pastor said sometime last year. He said, yo, I got mad love for you and I bangs with you, but in this season of my life, our energy doesn't match. 
So when you know you are going one place and they're going a completely different way, it is okay to amicably separate with friends, with, with yeah. a significant other or friends. These are all known as relationships. And you need to learn to accept better for yourself, which also goes back to healing, right? Instead of staying in a relationship, not just, a, that also includes a, a friendship, anything significant other, anything, like you gotta know when to separate yourself because you need to know for you to grow and they go in one way, okay? There was a friend where I used to hang out with him when I was about 19. And then I stopped hanging out with him. And I, I went back and checked on him about three years later. And my life had started taking dramatic changes. I was doing stuff or whatever. And then I went back. This dude was still doing what he was doing three, four years ago. And I cut him off at the same time. Now, that was my man. And I didn't want to leave him there. But I got to think about myself first. Because before I can help anybody else, I have to help myself. Now, I will lift anybody up as much. But if they want to be helped, you can take a horse to water. You know the rest. So it's yes. just like, you can't help nobody that don't want to be helped. And you have to take care of yourself first. And think about everything that, that encounter, relationships, anything. Like, oh, okay, I learned this from that person. And you take that as opposed to any of the negativity. Well, I'm, I'm separating myself from this person. We're going to leave the negativity behind. And we're going to take those lessons, turn it into positivity, and plant the seed and, and grow the tree of betterment and, and become better. And you know what I'm saying? And you, you know what I'm saying? You start shedding those better leaves, and then maybe some seeds will come down with those leaves, and then now you can sit there and they can plant other seeds and grow more betterment. You know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And you don't have to part from somebody in a negative space. Like, you can still be cool with them, talk with them, chill yeah. with them here and there. It's not a regular anymore. You know, check on them. You know, you don't have to end every single connection in right. bad blood. You know, I don't have bad blood with most like 95% of the people I've met in my life. I can literally walk up to them and have a conversation. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to just, once you forgive, you let go. It's nothing. I would never sit here and just walk up on someone and tell them, I loved you at one point in my life, still have love for you, and I can't even say hello to you. You know, just because we're not together anymore. That does not mean that I have to be ill towards you. You know, it's about respect. So love. I think, exactly. You just that you're just not for the rest of my journey where I'm going, you know. And that's just what it is. So you can be peaceful. It doesn't have to be in a space of nastiness and selfishness. It could just be, like you said, be amicable. Uh thank you for up until this point, but I have to continue to walk my path, you know. And I think that this is like tremendous when you have gratitude towards those situations and those people being grateful for them because you have even learned something and you have gained knowledge, wisdom, and strength because of it. It's going to help you on your path. I don't regret anything I've ever experienced. Divorce, nothing, no situation. That's the whole it helped me. Absolutely. Well, I am, I'm way more wiser. I can see signs right away. I can I listen more than I speak. I know I'm not always right. I do not go into a situation ego and prideful. You know, I think you know, I'm I'm relaxed, I'm humble, confident in who I am because of what I went through. So thank you for the long nights and the crying and, and all of that because yes, I'm way better because of it. But it was necessary for the path. Like you walk in this path, and you're in this path for a reason, and is there's no coincidences. And some of our paths are much uglier and nastier and darker than others. Um, and I believe I had to go through abuse and everything else that I went through because for me to be here today as the woman I am today, um, healed from it all. And then I can sit there and actually talk to other women who've been through it. I understand because I've been through it with you. I felt it. I didn't read it in a book. Or my teacher told me at school in psychology class of how it was. Like, I felt it. So I can be there with you and I can help you and guide you out of that darkness. So I know. Now I know my purpose. I know why. 
I went through what I went through, and I'm appreciative of it. And that's a whole nother spiritual, a bigger way of thinking of it, but having gratitude. Friend of mine always says, trust the process. Yes, trust trust the process. process. You gotta, like, like, you just, I'm I'm gonna throw this in there, and I say this to you when we speak all the time, and it's funny. So I'm just saying, like, yo, growth is a current. And if you try to swim against the current, you're going to have a hard damn time, bro. You're going to have yes. a hard time. You, you, what, what did my man, what did my man uh, Wesley Snipes say in Blade, Blade? He said, he said, mother effers always want to try to skate uphill. You making it hard for yourself. Follow the slope, bro. Follow the slope. There's going to be some obstacles here, here and there, but it's your, it's your opportunity to go, all right, cool, let me get away from that. All right, cool, let me get away from that. But you got to follow the current of growth. Because there's going to be some humps, and you go, how are you going to handle this? Boom. And every time you handle something a different way, that shows your growth along that journey uh, with the current down the hill. You understand? So don't fight that. you got to become better, period. That's what it's all about. It's all about being the best you. And I appreciate everybody who's been on this call this whole time. Healing from heartbreak. We went over rushing into relationships, stereotyping, self-responsibility, and what it means when you've done all this work. Then you have someone who mirrors you standing right across from you. And they're not toxic. And you're not full of anger. And you guys are actually building together loving up on each other and you're in a safe space to build and walk on your individual journey supporting each other on that and i think that's amazing and i appreciate you guys i appreciate grizz for coming on and talking about it it's all started from reading this book and i thank you guys this evening wholeheartedly thank y'all thank you for having me I, it was a, this was a great pleasure to talk about something other than video games for once for his YouTube guys. Yes, I want to shout out my people that showed up. Y'all need to go and follow my girl, Saida Johnson, and buy a copy of the book because she's talking about that real self-love. Why wouldn't you want to love yourself? Because if you got to be the best version of you, you need to know how to love yourself. Don't try to be good for anybody else. Be good for you first. Straight facts. Well, thank you, guys. You guys have a nice evening, and we'll definitely talk again soon. Thank you for tuning in. Please share with your friends and family to support others on their self-love journey. Please leave a comment or review sharing your experience and let me know if this episode was helpful to you. I appreciate you and until next time, be safe.